in three, two. Well, I'm actually recording a three, two, one. So three. <laughs> Hello. Two. Hello. It's the Ken and Echo Show. It's the Echo and Ken Show. Welcome to uh, the Echo and Ken Show for whatever date this is. The third of January. The second of December second. It's actually December third, but. The, the the paper is the December paper 2nd. is December second. So we That's always go with the the date of record for the United Sentinel because this is the official unofficial podcast of the United Sentinel. Right. Except for we'll add the disclaimer oh, right the disclaimer, up front. Disclaimer, which is these are opinions and views of ours. Echo and Ken, not of the Edina Sentinel in any way, shape, or form whatsoever at all. Ever, if you if you get mad at us, don't bother calling Mike because he will not have anything to do with it. Right, you got to complain to us. You got to complain. Well, actually, I prefer you don't complain to anybody, but you know that's but up to you. If you want to, then we're, yeah, if you really have to. The buck stops here for our show. The buck stops here, and it's a six pointer. What is that? The buck. It's a six point buck. Get it? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yuck! Yuck! Waka, yuck! Waka. Yuck! Sorry, that was lame. All right, we got the paper here. We're going to go through that. We're going to talk a little bit about the sad news of the day. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Echo's this, fine adventure. Oh yeah, this week we, this week was a big front page. Um, so um, welcome, welcome back to the world of the living. Echo is a little under the weather. Yeah, I've been week. kind of down and out for the almost the whole week. Down and out, but you're not in Beverly Hills. Right, right. I've been <laughs> under the weather. So, what do they say under the weather? What where that comes from? I was, huh? I was thinking that as it came out of my mouth. Yeah, you know, under just the weather, full of cliches, which is so wrong because I'm a reporter. Like I can throw a cliche, you know, cliche come out of my mouth just faster than a bullet. Well, I have a <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have a fascination for uh, for uh, historical uh, books and novels, and uh, one of my favorite authors is. Uh, uh, Patrick O'Brien, and he does the, the Aubrey Matron Sea Story series. So if I'm not careful, I find myself talking like a uh, 1812 sailor. You know, somebody, somebody will say, um, wow, you look really busy. I'll go, bees ain't in it. And they'll look at me like, what? <laughs> so if, if some strange sayings come out of my mouth, that's where they come from. They come from the, the Royal Navy of about 1812, just so that you know. Huh. Anyway, totally beside the point. Interesting. Well, let's take a look at the paper. The first, oh, we got a big so story. A big, big, story. Story big, the huge story. Big, huge story. Yeah. So Echo's going to tell you the tell you the story of the big, huge story. Well, hopefully you'll go home and read the story, or you've already read it, or go on to our website and read it. But it's just a, it's a whistleblower uh, story. We've um, had a confidential source come and give us some information about a facility. Uh, here in town and make some um, serious allegations about some things that were going on there. And so we covered it. And it's been quite the buzz. Quite the buzz. It has been. I mean, we've had people talk about it. I had one person, and I won't mention names because she has not cleared me to mention the name, said she read it last night right before bed and then got all creepy and everything. Right, because bed bugs is a a big deal in it. It's, It's a lot of... She's lucky she wasn't watching, reading it on the internet because the video's on there. Yeah. Did you bed see bugs the video? Are a thing. No, I didn't watch the video. I've, I've seen, I'm pretty familiar with bed bugs. We travel a lot. I mean, we travel a lot. And bed bugs are a thing we pay a lot of attention to. Do you, like, bag up your suitcase when you get home and oh, yeah. we do dry the, it? Mm-hmm. We do the whole thing, you know. And we actually, you know, we never let our, our um, 
um, suitcase or anything like that. We always set it on wood. And then we never let any of our stuff actually, except for what we're wearing, touch fabric. Because bed bugs will get into your suitcase and stuff like that, but they don't generally tend towards things like wood. So we'll set things on the dressers and stuff like that. It's not a perfect solution, but it, it helps to keep it down. And I always go on the TripAdvisor, and I go in and look at the hotels. And, and uh, if a hotel has a bed bug problem, you hear We're about it real there. quick. Now, I, if they've ever had one, that's an automatic no, I will not do it. Um, I also, so technology is improving, and they're getting better and better. Um, exterminating, I guess yeah. that would be the right word. Yeah, the pest control people are—they've been fighting it really hard for. Yeah, well, they, they had it knocked out way out, but then they were using pesticides that would like, kill everything, including people and animals. Well, and, those are mostly illegal now. Yeah, that's why they, that's why the that's bed why bugs we're starting to have such a big problem. But you know, then again, DDT is bad. So yeah, and it's not—you know—back in the eighties and nineties when the bug guys would come and spray, you know, the cracks and crevices. That was like a big thing. Everybody did that. It doesn't seem like anybody does that anymore. Yeah, uh, we we actually have that done here. Guy comes in, he does a little wand. He always says hello to me. He doesn't spray me though, so I guess I'm still not. I'm, I'm right, not but a, he goes around the edges. Yeah, he goes around the edges. You'd be surprised how much that helps. Just, yeah. you know what else helps? Cleanliness. Cleanliness is next to not having buggedness. <laughs> well, I mean, really, with any kind of bug, fleas, gnats, I'm sure lice, you know, running a vacuum cleaner regularly and changing out the bag after you run it is a huge, huge... I've gone bagless. Me too. I, yeah, I, I the bags and I got one of those thingies where you take it out and dump the you whole. Just dump yeah. the whole thing right in the garbage. And, mm-hmm, yeah, the outside garbage, not the inside. Garbage. Not the inside because it makes too much dust. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, I learned. I did that once and only once. I <laughs> that I got to clean the kitchen again. I was like, oh, Ew, was in really, the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's where the trash can was. I'm surprised I, your I never, wife wasn't like, "Don't empty that in the kitchen," because that's what I do. My when wife Sally does it. Like, uh, get that outside and do you know? But she's not in. The, in she's here. not in the kitchen with me. She's in the other room. You know. I'll say one thing about my wife. She does not ever, and I mean, ever, tell me what to do. Really? Ever? Ever? You must love that. Well, I and I don't do. I don't tell her what to do. We don't tell each other what to do. Huh. We just kind of give look at each other like like. Are you really that dumb that you did that after it was done? I'm like, are you really? She'll she'll give me that look. I she'll wish just, I could I, say I that. I don't. I hopefully don't give her this look, but she give me that look, just like that was not bright. That was huh. not bright. I'm a little bit bossy on the home front. Stanley, we're sitting here. He would say, <laughs> "I can almost." I can, Stanley's not here, but I can just see him nodding. His, <laughs> Stanley's ghost is nodding here. His his unseen presence is nodding away, going, "Oh, bossy." He just lets me think I'm in charge. Really, mm-hmm. he, that's what, he's got a way about it. He's really easygoing, so I'm lucky that way. We're matched up that way. I almost made a sexist comment, and I will I will refrain from doing that because I try not to make those comments. But you know what I was thinking, right? So I will refrain from doing that because it's evil and wrong. Well, at least it's immoral, and for me, it is. You can do what you want. So yeah, this big story is a big, big deal, and. Um, a lot of people are talking about it, and so the genesis of this story is interesting. 
I always think it's it's a profound experience to have somebody walk into our office and say, I don't know where else to go. Yeah, it happens. It does. And, you know, that's one of the things know. about the newspaper. And, of course, the first thing you do, your ears perk up. Which happens a lot. It, you'd be surprised how probably often. It does. Well, and you wouldn't be surprised because you're I wouldn't a be surprised because it's happened to me many times. And some of the times, you know, you're just like, yeah, but there's nothing I can do about that. And some of the times you look into it. Um, I used to get this a lot where people were um, um, back in – in my day, and I'm sure it still happens. I don't know if they come up to you, but they come up to me, and they're they're in the middle of a of a custody thing. Sometimes they get and, that, and I'm like, no, this is just really no, everything sealed. Everything. Mm-hmm. I'm no, you're, this is not a newspaper thing. This is a this is between you and because you, we're children and courts are concerned. Basically, that's that's no, off the record, off limits, hundred percent, not, not happening. Mm-hmm. And even if it were, I wouldn't do it. I don't even sit in the courtroom during uh, no. the juvenile hearings. No, I, I would get up and leave when they were done. You know. We had a situation a couple of weeks ago where they were doing all the criminal. I try to go to the criminal court. Mm-hmm. I don't make it to all of them, but I try. And But in between, there was kind of a lull, and so the judge took on some of the juvenile cases. And, of course, the right thing for me to do was to get up and go out because just sitting there waiting for the next stuff to come on. It just, I would rather not. We're going to have a little bit of microphone noise. I want to apologize for that in the future. But Echo, can you take your mic cord and wrap it around to the back of the stand? Ooh, hear that? Yeah, sorry about that. We want to get rid of the bumping noise. Audio magic. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what I'm doing. I'm bumping. Is that why you're making all those signals? Yeah, your hand was bumping the cord. I I usually put them up. I didn't put it up. What is he pointing to? Am I close enough to the microphone? What's going on? Yeah, well, your hand was bumping the... So it's anyway. a, that's a news thing. You know, people come in; they don't know where else to turn. It's it's a really profound experience to be part of, and it's humbling, crazy humbling. And if I ever get to a point where it's not, I really hope somebody puts me back in my place. Really, I'm just looking at you like, just be careful what you say. <laughs> well, I'm just you know, it's a humbling experience to. Have people? Yeah, and really, that's one of the things that that annoys me about um, some of the national media. It's because you know, for them, it's all about a game. A lot of them don't have any; they don't care about the people, they don't care about the communities. All they care about is, well, money, getting the story, getting the getting the viewers, getting hits. Now getting, it's getting getting online hits, getting likes. Yeah, it's. Yeah, and in no matter even if the story is legitimate, the, head, the people putting the headlines on there, you'll be shocked to see this. You know, I get so sick of those things. I'm you sure know. they test all those words. Oh, and- they do, and it's just ridiculous. So if you, uh, where we're going to have a problem, Echo, is when I see start seeing you write headlines like, um, like two people met at a, met at at the courtyard. You won't believe what they did next. No, if you do those headlines. That's so not my style. You've been reading me long enough to know that's not how I We are so going to talk. We actually worked on this headline together, Mike and I did. We did a lot of work on this. Yeah, because I'm just, yeah. There was a lot of revising and um, clean, you know, just tightening it up and yeah, getting to the point. The Blessing Center is is who we're talking about. It's on the front of the front page. And I'm not going to make any comments about the actual story because, frankly, it's not my place. 
Um, but I will say that this is a, for those of you who may not know the Blessing Center, it's had many names. It was the Hostel House for a long time. It was, uh, gosh, I forget some of the other names it was. The Hostel House. I, that it name, was Cross Point. Cross Point with an E. On the end. Mm-hmm. All under, but that was all different people owning it. Yeah. So every yeah. different name was a different, uh, what always bugged me about the, that owned it. the hostel house. It's like saying the Sierra Nevada mountains. You know, the hostel house. Hostel means house. So it's the house house. Right. Because the word, uh, Nevada means, or Sierra means mountains. mountains. So it's the mountain Nevada mountains. Let's just yeah, a, I'm mm, from Sierra, Sierra is Nevada, but we don't say Sierra Nevada. I'm not. I don't, we never said I'm from the Sierra Nevada mountains. We just say. Well, some Sierra people Nevada. do though. It just bugs me. You know, no. Probably people who are not from there, just like they don't say the name of the state right. It's Nevada, by the way. Good unlike, old Nevada. Unlike the town in Missouri, which is Nevada. Okay. It is. Well, Nevada, the state is Nevada, not Nev- Nevada. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just Nevada. Like, it's just like it depends on where you are. If uh, if you're in uh, Missouri, it's Milan. If you're in uh, Italy, it's Milan. Huh? There you go. There you go. New Berlin, Illinois, or Berlin, Berlin or Berlin. There you <laughs> go. Um, it's funny though. Speaking of, of names that get butchered, it's funny when you can tell people who are calling who are salespeople on the phone, they have no idea where you are. And they're like, and how are things there in Ed's, uh, Edna, Missouri? <laughs> no. The only people who ever get the name right are people who live here or people who live in Minnesota. Because of United Minnesota. They know how to pronounce it. Everybody else, it's like, how are things in Edini? Right, oh. my brother, when he came out here from Nevada, and he was, like, fresh off the boat, and he got here. He took a vote, boat from Nevada? Well, he, actually, it was a bus. Okay. Here we go with the cliches again. <laughs> and when he got here, he's like, how do you say it? Edina? And he's like, well, great. Nobody knows where the heck I am. I've been telling everybody I'm on my way to Ed- Edna. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I'm sorry, but my mind works in strange ways. I'm like, wow, if he took a boat here, he really doesn't do this traveling thing very well. Yeah, he was a West Coast boy. Anyway, sorry. Eh, let's see what else we got here. Christmas celebration on Friday, December 11th. Full schedule. The now that Christmas is, is next Friday. Next Friday. You have tomorrow. a week to get ready for this. So Christmas don't, Mirage. Are you going to yeah. be there? Um. Let me see. There's all kinds of good stuff going on. There, it's the chocolate tasting, Relay's chocolate tasting. Hello. I don't know because you you got. Oh, work. that's game night. That's game night. I, I work. Well, we don't have any games here. But I don't work for yeah. the Sentinel on that. I work for KHQA, and they have games and they have all games over everywhere. Yeah, even though I've I, I limit my games to basketball, I limit my games to the area. So the only games I cover are Scotland games at Scotland games at Unina. Games at North or South Shelby and Highland. I don't go anywhere else. Huh. Nice. But usually there's one or two there anyway. So, but I just I don't like to travel that much in the winter. Usually there's I don't either. In football, I'll go all over the I'm place. I'm like an old lady driver. I went to Mexico this year for football once. Huh? Yeah. Got to watch North Shelby win the game. That was a big deal. They I broke remember their, that. They I broke their that. 67 game losing streak, and I went down. And, well, you talk that got a, a lot of attention, too. You talk about going, putting faith out there. 
I, I mean, going to Mexico, that is, if you don't know anything about this, well, I'm just going to break aside and tell you a little bit about TV for a minute. If you don't know anything about the 10 o'clock news, there's one thing about the 10 o'clock news that seems self-obvious, except for people don't get it. The 10 o'clock news comes on at 10 o'clock. Right. Which, I mean, that doesn't sound more obvious. And it's so turnaround time. you got to turn it around. Like, that's right. Now, I'm, the game starts at 7. And then you right? got to turn it around. Now, Mexico is two hours from Quincy. So if I leave, just as the game's starting, I've got enough time to get back to Quincy, process it, and get it on the 10 o'clock news. So how do you do that? How do you make that work? Well, one way to do it would be to just air it the next day. But that That's, doesn't work. That doesn't work. So what I do is I, um, I'm set up in my own little thing. In fact, uh, do you turn it around on site? I do. I, I this computer That's that I'm the doing the audio. That's living in. That's I'm, I love that. I'm doing this um, this podcast here on this computer. This is the the computer I do the uh, video on, and I basically shoot the game. I shot the first half of that game. Um, got into my car, sat down, plugged the little SD card out of my big huge those big huge cameras that use little SD cards now. Plugged it in there. Really, I edited it. And I usually use my cell phone, which has 4, or 4G LTE, for transmitting the files because they're pretty big. Um, but How long does it take? Uh, it depends on the speed of the the, uh, the upload. Um, how much video are you sending? Maybe a minute? I'm sending um, usually a minute 15. I usually only do about 35 to 50. Yeah, but that's a good but I send them. Yeah, I send them a good long pad. Um, sorry. Um, anyway, so it's, I'm at this game. I shoot it, I cut it, and I have no service, none. Um, but I had wardrobe around town. <laughs> Drive to the top of a mountain, really, climb up I got, onto a roof, to see your phone be- up in the air. Before I got there, I had driven around heavens. to see where I could get signal from. And I knew from the parking lot of the Taco Bell, I could get free bars on 4G LTE. So I drove from the from Missouri Military Academy. I just busted tail mile and a half over to Taco Bell. I park in their parking lot. I get my signal, and then I'm, I upload it. And fortunately, I had a really good upload speed. But all this takes time. And, of course, halftime is over, and the third quarter is going. And I'm like, I really want to get back to the game because it was close. And I thought North Shelby might win Man. the game. So I hustled back there. And I get back there, and it's midway through the fourth quarter. My parking spot is was still available. Still available, available. yeah. Because who's going to leave? Yeah, the- really, nobody leaves. So I'm there, and I'm the the hill. There's a hill outside the the football field. So I'm up there on the hill, literally shooting the go ahead score for MMA. I'm shooting the extra point, which was a pivotal point in this game, from the parking lot on top of the hill. Okay. Then I go bust and tail down there, and you can imagine running with a camera is just not no, happening. Not, and TV cameras are big. And no. So I'm, I get and, down there as quickly as I can, and I'm able to film the last eight minutes of the game, seven and a half minutes of the game, uh, the drive where North Shelby comes back. They take the lead, and it makes a huge defensive stop. Now, there's no way. I mean, it's actually 9.15, 9.30. There's no way I'm getting this, this on the air. So I've already pre-sent the first package. And part of doing the packages, you have to write out the, the script that goes with mm-hmm. it, the play sheet. So I've already done all that. All right. No, I haven't done the play sheet here. So I call Chris at the station, Chris Dewar. I call him and I say, hey, Chris, there's just no way I'm getting you a, a play sheet on that. You've got the numbers. You know who they are, right? And he's, yeah, I know who they are. 
And so I told him the, the score, and I stayed and got a coach's interview and, and all this stuff. And uh, that was a lot of fun because any time that you're willing to make that much of an effort and a commitment to go to watch a team that's lost 67 games in a row. Yeah. Just because you think they might possibly win this one. Right. It was great. I mean, I loved it. We, we don't root. I don't root. I okay? don't root when I'm working. When I'm working, I don't root normally. I try not to root well, when I'm working. It's, sometimes it's hard not to root. You know, I've got my favorites. I admit it. I, I, I uh, Knox is my favorite. Mm-hmm. South Shelby is my other favorite. I love South Shelby because we, I do a lot. Of, you know, I do a lot of work there. But having said that, You're not um, I, to I, root. I don't root. I right. absolutely There's won't. no rooting from these people. Yeah, and I, in fact, and, I kind of unless you're not working. I kind of not working. It's okay. One of the things that bugs me about um, news people and going to these um, small town media games or these games where small-town media is there, is when they wear their, their uh, team colors and stuff like that. I don't like that. They're, you know, you'll go there and you'll see, you'll see somebody from, say, say uh, Schuyler County, the, the local Schuyler County paper that guy word. will have the Schuyler County Rams thing on. It's very uh, common. I mean, I'd say 80 to 90% of the people in this area do that. I, yeah. I know Mike doesn't. I know I David doesn't. David definitely doesn't. I don't cover sports, so... I will intentionally... I'll find out who I'm doing, and then I'll intentionally wear colors that do not... Do either do, team. Do either team. Mm-hmm. I usually wear, like, a Truman a Truman shirt, or I have a KHQA shirt that I sometimes wear. Um, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, but I, I just, I've got no Sentinel rooting. shirts that I try to wear to school. But, anyway, my, it just it just bothers me. Irritates you. So, but when I'm, when I'm shooting for KHQA... We have our teams, and our teams are the people in the, our broadcast area. And then we have people who are not our teams. So let's say, for example, this game I just shot um, Tuesday was Knox versus... Canton? No, it was um, Putnam. Okay. Knox-Putnam. Uh, both the boys and the girls won. Congratulations. Good job. Um, but we don't care about Putnam, even a little. We just don't care because they're not in our area. So all of my footage will be just Knox. Right. But if Knox the was, Putnam people aren't in our viewing area. Right, they're not area. in our viewing area, so mm-hmm. we don't care. But if, if Knox is playing Canton, then they we do care. So they both have to be. they're all in the viewing area. Exactly. So tell them a, what a viewing area is, Ken. I'm sorry? I said tell them what a viewing area is. A viewing area is everybody that gets your signal. So because there's a lot of controversy here about KHQA's viewing area and KTVO's viewing area. Well, it's not a much it's, of a controversy for me because you can't see KTVO in Edina. If you can't, if you can't, if you can't see. You can't see them anymore. If you can't Some see them. Can. Some I can. can. I can. I've got an antenna and I cannot get them. I haven't tried with mine. Yeah, I have. I, it, it will not come in. Now, I could put up a special antenna in a mic. Like, my... you, you could get your mad scientist on. and get, I mean, if you're really a diehard KTVO fan, you can get your mad scientist on and get it on. Although, I do work for the company that owns both stations. They're both the same. They're both the same. I actually work for KHQA. So, honestly, I if I'm going to watch... One of the stations. I'm going to watch KHQA, even though Fred's a very good friend of mine. I love Fred on KHQA or KTVO. But no, I'm going to watch us. We, I haven't seen KTVO in so long. I can't see him. Fred Beck. Uh, he's been there for years. He's Maybe. he's a fun guy. Yeah, and they do a good job. I'm not disrespecting KTVO. Yeah, they I'm just, seem like a fun pack. I just, like KHQA too. We're though. just better. KTVO has better looking cars, though. 
I don't, I don't know how that's fair. What? Yeah, their cars are better. KHK. Uh, well, see, part of oh. part of that's the area. KHK. We cover a lot. They run the heck. I mean, they drive the cars into the ground. They, oh, yeah, they do. Go, our coverage is, is just huge. insane for sports. The westernmost team that KTVO covers is Macon or K- KHK. I mean, that's the westernmost team. Uh, the northern northwesternmost team is Scotland. Huh. The easternmost team is Jacksonville, and it's, oh gosh, I want to say almost 200 miles from what? one side of the, not quite, but pretty close. Yeah. I mean, Jacksonville's- That's a lot of miles. That's why they have 80 cars. miles from Quincy. That's why they have a, a fleet of cars. But it's all a matter of, of which, you know, the satellite, like the, the satellite dishes, which the local choices are. If you look at the local choices on your satellite program, that's uh-huh. where we that's where we do it. So, like the the um, the school where um, uh, Clopton is, you, you you've heard of Clopton? Actually, I don't know. If okay, well they're I there's have. but they're they're in uh, in this really weird Clopton's a strange place, but uh, they're in this really weird area of um, I believe it's actually in Pike County, but it's right on the county line. Um, out in the middle of nowhere, you you would never believe you would build a school there. Um, <laughs> but we, there are, we're their station, even though we're not anywhere near them. So we cover them. Interesting. Clopton's one of these yeah, schools never... where where people the towns got together and they couldn't decide where they were going to put the school, so they kind of put it right in the middle. But right in the middle, it would be like putting a high school about three miles up the the. Um, Dog sale road from Colony. I huh. mean, it's nowhere near anything. anything. It's not on a state highway. There's no like businesses. And, you know, when the state cut back on their on their um, um, road maintenance, the first thing they did was, you know, we only are going to snow clear the highways, right? Well, Clopton isn't on a highway, so so their school didn't have that, like, snow was removal. That a problem with busting them in. They yeah, yeah that and it's a really cool. hilly area too. So, yeah. Anyway. I bet you guys love that. Sorry about that. We got a little digressed there. So it's Christmas next Friday. It's Christmas next Friday. What do we got going on? We got a Hardwood Express thing, which I am going to go check out their gifts because I need need to get a couple, and and that sounds like a cool thing, and it's local. And they do personalizing, and it's every level of a budget. You can find something there. We'll have to see what they got. Spirit tasting? Mmm. Yeah. But I better not go to that. I, it, was, <laughs> it started as wine tasting, but then there's they do so many mixed drinks. Like, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before. They did some sort of, like, marshmallow s'more type uh Whiskey. It was like caramel, black velvet, and then there was some sort of marshmallow flavored liqueur and some sort of chocolate something, and it was delicious. So they do all these little fun. One year they put every kind of puckers in a kind of like a jungle juice made just out of puckers, and it was delicious. Yeah, I'm not really into the into the fruity, nutty kind of drink. Yeah, I love mixed stuff. Although, and I don't, I don't drink. But when I did drink, I was a whiskey girl. Oh, were you? Mm-hmm. I was not a. Oh my! 
from the uncle. I probably get that from the uncles. I'm big. I'm I, big on Jack. Want to hear? Want hear my? I was big on Jack. I, Jack on the rocks was my drink. Want to hear my whiskey story? Sure. It, it's it's family safe, and and my old buddy. Who may or may not be listening to this, Susan Yoakum, she's an old friend from high school. She was one of my sister's best friends. She's one of my best friends from high school. Uh, we went to college together, um, and uh, Susan and I, um, yeah, that was the night I learned not to do whiskey. Um, she and I, we'd both broken up with our respective uh, boyfriends, girlfriends, and we were both really down, and it was over Christmas time. And we decided we were just going to go out and hang one on. And we were, I mean, she, we're both in our early where 20s. Where did you guys, were you here? No, we were, we were in Pittsfield, Illinois, where we're both from. And we decided we were going to hang one on. And I mean, we did. And I got a fifth of Windsor Canadian whiskey, which is nasty stuff to start with. And I drank, and I don't drink whiskey. I didn't drink whiskey. And I drank the entire fifth yeah. And I was not a big drinker. So, well, a lot of whiskey anyway. You you can't that's a even, red flag. You can't even imagine how sick. Did you just burn yourself out on it? Oh. Just all in once just all just just I got, I, right out. I crawled home into my mom's house. I was staying with my mom. Fortunately we were we were smart enough that we didn't drive. Right. Okay. We sat in her car drinking, but we did so outside of, I think it was my house or her house. So we didn't go anywhere. Um, and anyway, so we weren't out driving around completely. No, that wasn't us. Um, anyway, I crawled into my mother's house and she, she came out and she saw me and she just <laughs> literally drug me to the bathtub and put me in the bathtub. Well, yeah, and because you're probably going to make made, a mess. Made sure that my like head was up so I didn't choke. This is, a, this is a pleasant what? story. This is a pleasant story. I hope nobody's listening <laughs> yeah, I hope you're not eating, eating dinner away or listening to Anyway, it. in the morning, let's just skip right on to in the morning, she came in and just turned the water on on me. I'm still fully dressed, of course. And just turned the water on. And she said, stay in there until you're clean. And walked out. <laughs> and I figured, oh, this is, I'm never, ever going to hear the end of this. So I get out there, and she has made bacon and eggs and biscuits for breakfast. Mm. Normally you would say so, but after a fifth of whiskey the night before, not so much. Some people can hate, handle that after a And she's a like, sit, eat. So I sat, and I eat. I'm still kind of loaded from, you know. I'm still not my eyes clear. And I'm just waiting for her to explode. Because she is not a woman who would be shy about saying things. Right. And I know so lots she, of women like that. So she just she just looked at me and she said, are you ever going to do that again? And I said, oh, gosh, no. Right. Oh, no. Never. Ever. And I never really did. But from that day, the smell of whiskey, just the smell of it, Makes me wish to go get sick. Huh. Just even the, the whiff of it. You want to you watch me turn green? You put a whiskey under my nose. It's just, boo. Yeah, I'm not very fond of tequila in that way. I worked at the party shop, like, like I told you, you know, uh-huh. last week. And uh, somebody came in and dropped a, pulled, knocked a bottle off the shelf and broke a whiskey bottle. 
And, of and course, can, can, I, can, I could not clean it up. I had to call my wife to come in and mop it. I could not even. <laughs> and I couldn't he came even, cleaned it up for I you? Yeah, she did. Well, that little yeah. wife. Yeah, she, she's a pretty good That's one. That's the bomb. But it was so bad that I could not even. No, I'm not going to say that, that that was the last time I ever did something unfortunate, but. That's the last time I ever did something unfortunate on whiskey. Right. Anyway. We, <laughs> we never drank very often. When we came here, I think you can count on one hand, maybe two or three times a year. There's the Christmas cap. There's there's an event that we go to every year. It's a wine tasting deal. So I kind of miss that just a little, but we don't do it enough. To, yeah. One day I will be able to drink again. Probably in a couple of years, and when that day happens, um, I think I'm gonna start drinking scotch. Yep. Scotch. I'm gonna become a twice a year scotch drinker. Scotch. It's Mike's fault. I was gonna say, I blame Mike scotch? Scott for that. Blame Mike you, Scott for that. Glenn Livet? Are you are you one of those Glenn Livet people? I don't. Are know. you single malt? I I. Definitely. Oh, single malt, 25 years old. Just, what you want to do is you want to get a taste for the stuff that's like $80 a bottle so that you never get. Because nobody can afford well, to buy a bottle for 80 Have like, a, you know, have a drink every, not very often. I, that would be the drink for me. Because I've got my little airport bottles of whiskey in my desk because of Mike. Right. Because something happened and it was several years ago and it was all hell was breaking loose at the Sentinel. And, you know, sometimes I can get, like, you know, when it go, you know it just starts to go insane and the pressure is high and anxiety mm-hmm. is oh, up yeah. and oh, you're yeah. in the middle of the news and it's going down, right? Oh, yeah. And it's, there, like there, you're, there. I, it's like you're riding on a runaway train except for you're not going – you're just sitting at your desk and it's – so anyway – and of course, I'm laughing because I've been there, and it's just, you wouldn't believe it. All, Unless you're I there, mean, you don't just, know what we're talking about. It's like about. your whole guts are being ripped out, and information is coming down, and you don't know what to do. It's just crazy. And Mike turns to me, and he goes, this is why the old schools had a bottle of scotch in their desk. Kept, you know, you watch the old reporter shows, and they whip out their, they bunk their shot glass on their desk, and they bunk their bottle of scotch <laughs> on their desk, and they pop that thing off and fill it up and toss it back, fill it up again, and you know. And so, from that point on, I picked up a little, a bunch of little uh, airport bottles of whiskey <laughs> that were on on sale at uh, at the liquor depot at CNR, and they live in the top drawer on my desk. I've never popped any of them. But you could. But just you having could. them there makes me feel better, you know, yeah. for those times, for those times when uh, all I, all, then all I'll need is a fedora and a star. I'll yeah, so, set. so many of the people, they, they don't really believe the stories about the old press people. But those of us who were around back in the day, they're true. These old newspaper and TV people, they're absolutely true. These old stereotypes, oh, that's better, where they come you from. You better believe it. Oh man, hundred percent guys. Tougher than nails. Guys smoke. They drink. You're, you talk about jaded people. They've oh. seen. They have seen everything. You name it. Terrible thing. They've seen. You know everything. They've seen beautiful violence. Things. They've seen all of it. Every the most beautiful things in the world to to you know watching pulling pieces of people out of the you know it's you, you yeah. never oh. know what you're gonna see. Um, did I ever tell you about my first day of work at the? You at the did. Did I you mention did. on the on the show? No, you should tell it. 
Oh yeah, I remember Tell the my listeners. I remember my very first day of work at the Herald Wig. There was this old guy, and he was a stereotypical. I don't even remember his name. He's not there. Been been there for years, but he's a stereotypical re- reporter. You know, the guy's got the old. He's wearing a tie, but you can tell this tie is like forty years old. And you know, he's he's sitting at his desk and he's working away. And he looks up at me and he says, "You're the new guy, right?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm the new guy." He said, "You just got out of school." And I said, yes, sir. I just you said got out school like that? School. 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 You just got out of school? And I said, yes, sir. And he's like, oh, I want to know if they taught you the right thing in school. Okay. He said, what is the first rule of journalism? And I looked at him and I said, um, uh, to tell to always tell the truth, and he just started. He just busted out laughing. I mean, he was laughing, 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 and and you could tell he he thought it was hilarious. He said, "No, son, that ain't it. Care to try again?" And I, I'm like, hmm, first "Wear rule, your rubbers." First Make rule, sure your rubbers are you in know, the car. Just That's- yeah, to, just. Uh, uh, and that one the hard always, way. Yeah. Never leave the office uh, without never, your rubbers. Never, ever. Raincoat, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Even on a sunny day, you don't do it. Because uh, you never know. It, right, right. You know, you'll be in a fire and there's the water in, and the in misting. Pig poop. Standing in a pool of pig poop. Yep. And um, anyway, and so I guessed again. I don't remember what I guessed. And he, he's laughing at me. He said, son, no. I got to just, just hang with me here. I'm going to teach you. The first and only truly important rule of journalism. He looked up at me and he said, never spit in a trash can. And I just kind of huh. stared at him. And then I'm like, okay, sure. So anyway, I go back to, I go back to the photography never department. I'm taking it. In a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> I go back to the photography department. And I'm, I'm working away, and, and you know, I'm, I've got my notes, and I'm writing up the cut line here for the information, and I hand it to the, the guy, and and and, and we're doing that, and then the the editor comes back to me and says, "Okay, what I need to know is this, this, and this." I'm like, oh, "Okay." I reach down into the trash can where I just thrown my the the, the ah. stuff away. I'm reaching out of the trash can, I ah, ah, never spit in a trash can. Get it? I do read the trash can a lot too. Yeah, how many times I have you dug through my, the trash can? I I, you do it all every right. day because you uh-huh. th- it's the stuff you need. It's like, oh, I just saw that. I don't, never spit in the trash can. You know, if you look at my desk, you probably think I don't throw any away ever. Well, have you seen my office? Yeah. Ooh. My dad. I. If there's an expert in organizing out there, can you please come over and help me out because. I need help. I have a problem, and I'm not afraid to admit it. My desk is out of hand. No, it no. is just a pile of mess. You know, Echo, they're not going to believe this next story, but I, it is absolutely true. It is absolutely true. I believe it was it was earlier this year, last year, something like that. Um, I was in the office, and we were talking around, and the office has this aloft above it. Like our office? Your office. It has that loft yeah. up there with the, with the desk that nobody ever uses. And I'm like, do you mind if we I... We brought that desk down. Yeah. Well, at the time, it was still up there um, because nobody ever used it. And I said, do you mind if I go back up there and look yeah, at that? Yeah, I, I remember that. Like, I remember so we go up that. there and I'm like, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. These are my books. Like cracking the tomb. It was these like are my books. These tomb. are my. This is my. This has been sitting on this desk as I had left this desk 
eighteen as, years as ago. As he left it sitting, it was still it was still intact. it was still my encyclopedias of photography. It was still we opened up the we went through the negatives together, and the negatives in the drawer in the file were negatives we're I shot mm-hmm. when I worked at the Sentinel. What back when we used negatives in the eighties or the nineties? In the old days. And we even had the PMTs, which you know, you know, people don't need to know. Those, the photomechanical transfers that he used to make the pictures out of. Yeah. We even had a bunch, a bunch of those old PMTs I'd shot back, um, you know, twenty five years ago in the desk drawer. Uh huh. Your desk. So yeah, it had not been cleaned in a while. <laughs> and there was like yeah, a, nobody sits like a, up there anymore. A foot of dust on it. <laughs> There's but only two of us really in the office anymore. I just thought that was hilarious that my stuff was still there eighteen years later. Yeah. It's cool. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it's a true story too. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, boy, we're getting way a far afield. We're probably not what are we doing here on our time? Okay, yeah. How are we doing? Oh, we're okay. We still got up to twenty minutes worth of blathering to do. Oh, good. So let's go through the paper. Mm-hmm. We'll switch to the back page. We got a really big couple of ads. A couple of big ads. Yeah, the whole. Farmer Hoe ads. Maybe they've been listening to our show. Maybe they have. Maybe they have. Let's see what we got here for the farm at home. They're going to do their big sale on the 12th. You know, they do that big sale every year around Christmas. Yes, 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 this yes. This year is on the 12th. On the 12th, I see that. They try to go with Shop Knox County first. And this year's Shop Knox County first is kind of weird. It's a whole month long. You got a good deal on milk house heaters if you need them. So they're going... The day after our Christmas celebration. American Sportsworks Chuck Wagon UTV. That's kind of, I've sat in that, that, that little Chuck Wagon thing. The, the, the four wheel drive thing. Yeah. yeah you it, should go check that out. It's a really nice looking little unit. The price is really good. Reason. It looks like one of those short cars that they have now. Um, you know, the short cars are like weird. Yeah. It's, I, what it's, happens it's if not, they get in a the crash? Pick, I'm sorry? You know those little short cars, the little tiny baby cars that they have driving around? Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's some here in the States. I just never see them. Because you've got to be crazy to drive them around here. You get run over by a tractor tire. They wouldn't even see you coming. I like those cars, though. Because I'm I like them, too, but I wouldn't be caught. I mean. I'm like 6'3". I'm not fitting in one of those cars. screams death trap. I don't know. We're driving around with, you know, cars that barely fit on the tractors and whatnots and semi trucks that you could probably just like drive right on underneath a semi with that thing just yeah. cut in line yeah well who in the heck wants to ride on our country roads with those Ah, <laughs> oh, the places we go let's see we, we can go inside what we got here we got the tv schedule christmas gift ideas from burke holder what they got uh, toolboxes 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 are cool uh, Nerf bars for your truck. Lights. Everybody loves toolboxes. I got a toolbox. You have a toolbox? No, you don't have a truck, so. I don't have a truck. Uh, yeah, if you have a truck, you have a toolbox. I got a toolbox. Probably Stanley one has tools. The, the, the tool owner is Stanley. If it's a tool, then it just automatically becomes his. I don't know what that is. Is that a sexist thing? Tool lands in our house, and they go, oh, that's, it just goes into the... Stanley's tools category. Well, there you go. At least you got it sorted out. You know who's what. My wife uses a lot of our tools. I don't use wrenches. And I'll pick Sorry up about a hammer. that. I pumped the thing. And a screwdriver and stuff like that. But as far as like wrenching on things, that's 
got a rotary picture. We got it's Jane. It's Jane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She gave the best rotary program. Oh, she's she's hilarious. Was, she's different. hilarious, and it was entertaining and fun, and she did house arrest uh, bracelets and talked about some of the different tracking. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, we got Bosmus attends class for trucking insurance. Now, let me tell you, Brenda Osmus is one of my coworkers here at the Hawkins Harrison Agency. Who's We're, letting us use their building? Who's letting us use their their to record their our photos? Or their photo, yeah, their uh, audio studio here in the in the conference room in the, the Hawkins, Hawkins Harrison, Harrison building. building. And Brenda, did you see that picture? You like that picture, Brenda? I do. You took that picture. I shot that picture. Yeah, it's a really good shot. I, I, it um, is. They cut off I her like, head. Yeah, they did. Don't you hate We didn't that? cut her. Hey, Brenda, we didn't cut her. If you're listening to this, we did not cut your it head It wasn't off. us, Brenda. We did not do I do hate that. Um, but that's a good picture of her. Actually, <laughs> I knew you would hate that. I don't really mind it so and then much. She did, you know, she's got that continuing education thing. I, one, I will give my, my employer credit for one thing. They are very, very, very good about uh, making sure that their people – Get continuing get education above and beyond what the state requires. Uh, we we uh, do a lot of continuing ed stuff, so we'll give some shout out for that. More shout, and then we've got Rutledge Renegades, Herdland News. Betty Joe's been at Herdland News for over twenty five years now. Did you know that? I did not. Betty Joe Garmin, folks. Betty Joe. Uh huh. She's been going at yeah, She's been around since I've been around, ever. so yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, we're yeah, this is the rust paper rustling section of it. Okay, we got a basketball preview. Um we got D Dyna basketball preview. Um we got the Bashir basketball preview. Because David is like the sports man. Yeah. David does a great job on he, this stuff. He does. He works his butt off. Um, yeah, I, I actually had to spend a little time with him Tuesday as we were uh, both on the sidelines of the Knox County game. Um, uh, games went pretty well for both teams. They were probably not the most, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? That will probably not be the most um, highest ranked opponents we have all year. Um, but both of our teams uh, won the game and won it. both the teams won it strong. So that's good. Uh, tomorrow night... Uh, I know you don't care. You're not a fan. I care. Yeah, you see, I care. I just uh, tomorrow don't. night, the boys play the Liberty uh, Eagles, one of the toughest games they'll have all year. Oh, Very really? tough game, yeah. This will tell us a lot about where we stand as a boys at the boys' team. We've got a lot of younger players. What about guys the, girls, the, girls are, the girls are a strong team, too. But they're the not girls playing. Have been strong but the, bar, the girls aren't playing tomorrow night. This is an Illinois team. Illinois does not play boy-girl. Huh. They play uh, JV varsity. So when you go to an Illinois game, it'll be the boys' JV first, and then the, the varsity plays the second game. They don't play the, the boys and the girls. So how do, the, how do their girls do it? They, they same do way. girl, JV, and then yeah. varsity. Yeah, same thing. Which, you know, ours actually makes more sense travel-wise. Yeah, varsity, varsity. Um, and then what, we, what we'll do is, is we'll play uh, the JV against the teams that are easier to reach. So we'll play Kirksville JV. We'll play Memphis JV. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to travel as far. This way we don't have to, like next year our conference, we're going to have teams in our conference that are going to be pretty far away. I mean, Fayette will be a, a, a road trip we'll have to be making. We'll have to be making a, a trip to Slater. which yeah. is, These are not teams that are right next door. Uh, Marceline. So this, the way we do it, 
you get that long trip out of the way for both teams. So right. it makes more sense, I think, than the way Illinois does it. But then again, Illinois does a lot of weird things. So we got Illinois. A lot of basketball in the paper. A lot of basketball. My gosh, David writes a lot, There's doesn't he? A ton. We were talking about how much he works. He does. Because he, you know, he works at Adair Foods. Okay, paper rattling, paper rattling. Okay, I'm into the classifieds. He goes KMEM. I'm the classifieds. And does the announcing for KMEM, a lot of it. Yeah, we're going to actually have a, a David come on to the show and talk about uh, a basketball season. We're, we're going to have him talk about uh, um, the move away from the, the ending of the Tri-Rivers Conference, the, the move over to the... Uh, to the Lewis and Clark next year. Um, we're going to talk to him about some other things, you know, some of the, the best and, and uh, worst things that he's seen in his Knox County his, or Knox County years because he's been around for, for a long, long time. For over 25 years at the Sentinel. So if you hear if you hear um, a few door slamming noises in the back, that is because we are too lazy we, to get up and close <laughs> the doors to the, to the studio. studio. Yeah, that's true. Sadly, we, about that, we had both already sat down we and we're just we like, sat down and talked about closing the doors and decided against nah, it. It'll just make a little noise. Right. You'll love it. Okay, obituaries. I always hate to look at the obituaries because it's usually somebody I know. Well, yeah, because well, you live here. <laughs> Gary so. Lewis, yeah. I didn't know he'd passed. There's Lewis. Yeah. That was... Yeah, just was, his funeral was yesterday, which I heard oh. um, a lot. I heard people talking about it today. Yeah, I, it's a bummer. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't really pay a whole lot of attention to that because it's kind of depressing because so many people who I've, you know, I knew uh, Gary and, and his wife Connie, and, you know, they were pillars of the community for years and years and years. Um, Do you have a good Judge Lewis story? Because I heard they did, you know, when they, they did the stories, you know, went around and told some really good stories about him. I have a good Judge Lewis story. I really do. But it's not an on-the-air story. Okay, okay. Because... Right, right. Um, and it has nothing to do with Judge Lewis. It has something to do with the situation that was, was presented. <laughs> uh, and the, the people who were involved are still around. And I don't feel any need to... Right. Um, well, agitate. I, I heard there were some very good ones about him at the funeral. Oh, I, I don't doubt it because he's a very, very, very funny man. Very funny man. That hilarious. kind of dry, it's a dry humor. It is, but he was hilarious. And he, he can be so serious. And yeah, his delivery, though, he's, he's just yeah, perfect. He's going to be missed. He will he's be, missed. be missed. He was a good man. Okay. Well, we pretty much got through the paper. Um, next week, I notice we're going to have some big news next week. We are? Yes, we are? See? From your city council meeting? City council meeting. Yeah. What's, that? What's that last week? No, it's it's not next week. It's the week after. You're talking about the e-dining council meeting? Yeah. Not next week. It's the second Monday. Am I looking, thinking this about Monday all? was the 30th, so not. I was talking about the, the Davies announcement. Oh, that was last month. <laughs> because remember, we, I just read we it. missed Thanksgiving week. We pre-recorded that show. Oh, that's what it was. I just read that. I was just like going through my, my show stuff. That was last you, month. You got the special Let's paper. The special that. had to come out for another week. Yeah, we, we haven't talked about that. So why don't you tell me about how that went down? 
So it was at city council, which if you want to see it for yourself, we live streamed that meeting. And it goes down probably the last 10 minutes of the meeting. So if you don't want to watch the whole thing. Which, of course, you do, because it's the city council. I've been two hours of it. The whole two hours of the city council meeting. I used to go back and watch, uh, you know, when we started live streaming, I'd go back and watch every live stream just to kind of see what was going on, but not anymore. You're a better person than I am. I wouldn't. Not anymore. Well, I mean, I got out of that because living it once is enough. For city council stuff, yeah, it really is. I mean, no offense because a lot of that stuff is just pretty. Try. Though Edina is pretty exciting, <laughs> you know, Edina, uh, they, it's a, it's a, it can be dramatic, just downright uh, drama at city council. You never know. It's a, it's a bag of tricks. Well, there Anything you. can happen at an Edina city council. I mean, I've seen some crazy things <laughs> at the Edina City Council. You just never know what you're going to get. So what I do now and what I've always done, because I've always done audio recordings, there's mm-hmm. never been a time I was not recording. It's just that's the way I roll. Um, but I log the time code. You know, as something starts to happen, I just jot down the time code. So if I need to go back and look at it again. So yeah, David, he they were talking, they were setting dates for filing, uh, and it was towards the end of the meeting. It was you know the last order of business before uh, they were going to adjourn, and he said he just said, well, this would probably be a good time to tell everybody that he doesn't plan to run for a thirteenth term. Well, here you go. As there you are, anybody who's and- looking to start your great <coughs> political rise to. <coughs> Ascendancy of dictatorship of the United States of America. You're looking to climb that great political ladder, or you just want to help out the community. The opportunity will be there to run for the unopposed or opposed by somebody who isn't the incumbent for the city of Edina in well, Davies, April. Yeah, because Davy is, I think, probably unbeatable. And you know, I don't know. That might be wrong for me to say. I but don't think he's ever run against opposition. Except for his first election. Now, he did his first election. It wasn't, uh, but it wasn't the incumbent. Yeah. Yeah, it was. He, it was? How yes. did I not know that? Yeah, he, well. Because. No, let me let me go back, and, and this is one of those bless her heart she moments. was like 80-something, yeah, right? Yeah, Pauline Campbell. Pauline, Pauline Campbell. bless her heart. She was the longest running mayor of Edina. Yeah. She, now, she held office for 18 years. Now, Pauline was... A pistol. She sounds. I'm, I mean, Pauline was a sounds absolute like she was a firecracker. Uh-huh. She really was, and um, but she she did a lot of good for this community, she, and there were a lot of people who were annoyed with a her. Lot but she did a lot of her legacy has lived on. Of good cornfests. Uh, oh, all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. I mean, the, she helped. I mean, we probably would have been years later before we got the new water system without her. The uh, power. The power. Um, it was just, she did mm-hmm. a lot of good things for this she community. She was in there for 18 years. And she was very active. Um, but it was time. It was, it was, you know, she was in her 80s and it, it was time. So why did she run? She wanted it or she just. No. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I'm. I am pulling this out of my foggy memory. I'm pretty sure that was a contested election. That she ran against, against Dave. Yes. Ran against her. I, and, and, and Dave, you can, if you're listening to this, you can correct me if I'm wrong, and I admit it. I, I, but I'm pretty sure we, we might have to go back and look at the 
look at the archives on this one, but I'm pretty sure that was the contested election. And um, um, it really wasn't a hard feelings thing. No, because it seemed really chummy. Um, handing over the yes, gavel. yeah, like it wasn't hard because David he was actually I believe he was a city councilman before he was the mayor. I believe he was, but I may be wrong. Um, but anyway, they uh, it was uh, you know of course heck he's they've known each other for years and years and years and it was it was it was well um, and he well really wanted to be mayor. Yeah. I wasn't there, but I just well, heard yeah. a lot of stories about how um, he really really wanted that position. Yeah, and I, he fought for it. I think he wanted to. He could see some things that that needed to be done, that he wanted to get done, and he was passionate about it. Yes, mm-hmm. and so that's good. But that's important. That's what we need in in local government. That's. But you know, when a, when a guy says it's time to step aside, it's time to step aside. You know, you just can't second guess that. Yeah, like, he made some really valid points. At you know, the it's just meeting. it's. Like, I, I don't think I'm supposed to be, you know, I don't necessarily want to be mayor for life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's good. That's good because, you know, he, we, they've done a lot of, he's done a lot of things as mayor. 24 years. 24 years. At the end of this term, he'll have 24 years in office, and he is, has been the longest running mayor of, in history. Now, let me tell you a story about Pauline Campbell. Pauline was, and Pauline is the second longest. I'll tell you a story about Pauline Campbell. This will tell you the kind of pa- person Pauline is. And she's, I loved Pauline. She was a pistol, though. Um, she was actually well-loved in the community. Um, the, sesquis- the Newark sesquicentennial, and I don't remember what year this was. It was about 90 or 87, more or less. I believe it was 87. Um, that sounds about... Anyway, they so they had this big deal in Newark. I mean, when they put together the sesquicentennial, it was huge. They had everybody was there. The whole county shut down and went there. It was a real windig. And it's hard to believe a for wing Newark. Dinger? Um, yeah, it's hard real to believe. Wing dinger. For, it was a real wingdinger. I was there. I I'm actually set up. A, I set up a photo booth, and they put together a a time capsule, and I put my card in there. One of my goals is to live long enough, uh, and. Um, to make it to the 50-year opening of that time capsule and get my card back. That's cool. That's one of my goals. Um, so I've got, you know, I believe it's 20, 19, it's 27 is. I have a question. Or maybe 37. capsules. Anyway, yeah, go right ahead. I'll come back to my Pauline story in a bit. Never mind. No, go ahead. So who gets the time capsule that's in the old school? The old Edina High School. There's a time capsule mean? in the cornerstone of that building. But that building is still standing. Right. It would belong to the person who owns the school. Hmm. You would think it should belong to the people of Knox County. Well, the building is still standing, and there are no plans of tearing it down. So, Right. I mean, yeah, he's put a lot – you know, the, the school – and I'm not going to sit here and talk about a man's personal property, but he has put a lot of work into that. It's got a brand-new roof on it. And, oh, it does? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Absolutely. That school is an excellent – Physical it's like a rock there. I mean, it's not going anywhere. That it, you know, like and that's his choice. He, a man owns it. He pays taxes on it. It's his building. So the school's. I mean, it's not. Good. He has no intention of tearing it down while he owns it. And, right. You know, I doubt very seriously he'll sell you it. You can't to take a time capsule out of a building before. No, because it's built into the wall. Right. It's the cornerstone. So what would that point be? Why would you do that? Because eventually, all buildings do come down. Not all of them. Mm, pretty much. There's lots of buildings that were built in the old days that are still standing. Yeah, really. but most of them aren't 
school buildings. Most of the school buildings come down. Huh. If you think about it. I didn't you know, think they were thinking that when they built that school because that sucker is solid. Yeah, it is. And it's still solid. <laughs> it's like, like solid. I, like when you get one of these old buildings, you know, pretty much if you got a foundation and you got a roof on it and you keep, them, you keep the, the tuck working in repair, mm-hmm. that thing can stand forever. So, yeah, you know, that would, if you want to know, I'll tell you the man who owns it, and you can ask him because that's who owns the time. What do you do with that? Yeah. But he's, I, I thought for some reason gonna, you could is, get it out, like there no. was an end date, like you get it out at some point. No, it is actually like sealed in, in the, the wall of the school. The only way to get it out is to tear down the, the building. Mm, no. So. Well, that's ink. Eh, all right. But anyway, now not all of them are that way, but that particular one is. Uh, I know the there's a time capsule in the uh, in the courthouse yard. There's a time capsule at St. Joseph. In the courthouse walls too, isn't it? Yeah, that? there's one in the in the walls, and then there's one in the in the yard. Right, but the one in the yard can be dug up eventually. Right. When it, whatever the date is, I don't. I don't, I don't remember when the date is either. Yeah, and then there's the one at the St. Joseph Church, and the one at Newark, and the one at Newark is actually a coffin filled with um, in one of those housings and stuff. Um, it was donated by Hudson Reimer. Huh. Yeah, it was very nice. Huh. This was a big deal. Anyway, the point of my story was they asked Pauline Campbell, who was the mayor of Edina, to be their um, uh, parade, no, their parade uh, grand marshal of the parade. Yeah. And so she did that. She drove down there. She she was the grand marshal of the parade. Her pictures, if you go back and look at the sesquicentennial picture, I took a picture of her riding in the back of the of the uh, <laughs> uh, of the uh, car, and she did that. She met with everybody. She did all the, the the ceremonial stuff that you do. This was on a Saturday, and she got into her car and she drove to Kansas City and checked herself into the hospital. And the next day, had five bypasses. What? The next day, it was planned. That she probably pushed this operation back so, she so could that she do could do that. that. Yeah. Wow. That she drove herself to the hospital. Now it may have been on a Monday that they had the that they had the operation, but it was like that. It was like the next. She just went right to the hospital, checked herself in, and had the operation. Five bypasses. Huh. That's... That that should tell you everything you need to know about yeah, what about... kind of a pistol Pauline mm-hmm. Campbell was. Probably pretty stubborn. Dude. And she was well, yeah, but stubborn in a good way. She was funny. My she grandma was, she always was said stubbornness was my finest quality. Well, there you go. Is your grandmother stubborn? Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you get it from her? Probably her and my mother. Usually, it just, it's a stubborn person like that says that. It's worse every generation. <laughs> and her, you know, and so by the time I realized what that was, that she's, you know, stubbornness is. Stubbornness is my finest quality, which is when all else fails, when nothing is going to make, you know, when you got nothing left, honey, well, then my hard-headedness is going to see it through, <laughs> which could be really good or really bad. I like it. You know, yeah. Depending. Depending. Hey, you want to know a secret? I'll tell you a secret. Huh? We put an hour on tape. Which we have one more thing to talk about. Oh, we do? Mm-hmm. All right. What are we going to talk about? It's actually a story that is not in the paper yet. Okay. It's a story let's hear that it. I'm working on. She's working on it. So, right now. Right this very minute. Mm-hmm. Right this very minute. You might have been affected by this. Uh-oh. Have you ever heard of sewer burps? I have and we aren't. But please go ahead. Okay. So I, when I was sick this week, unable to leave the house, Stanley had me like barricaded in. Something happened. I couldn't get out to the news. It came to me. 
We didn't have. I a, saw the pictures on mm-hmm. your on your page. We didn't have a sewer burp at our house. However, our neighbor called and was like, you know, check your toilets. We it was like an explosion. You know, water shoots out of the toilet. So. Um, I ended up going outside and taking some videos of them doing sewer work in front of their. They were actually jetting out, cleaning out the sewers. It, it, was it a clog or something that caused the pressure no, built? No, it was a section of sewer that they replaced all of the line, and they were doing the second round of camera ah. work to just make sure all the eyes are dotted and the T's, you know, all everything's connected. I assume, and just make sure there's not any weird cracks or it was all pushing a brand new sewer line because of course i have to yell out from my porch poor guy you know <laughs> what are you doing why are you here right because somebody's got to do it right <laughs> somebody's got to intrude on people so and wait, ask so, lots of questions no wait 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 wait, wait. here you are better than in my front yard wrapped Dude, in a blanket with seriously you're sick you're totally home. sick totally with my sick phone i've got my video going and i'm yelling over to the guy what's going on you know, that, you're talking about a news hound. You're covering the news from your front Wearing porch. Wearing my socks and my jams, you know, wrapped in my fuzzy blanket. This poor guy. As soon as I said, well, I work at the paper, he, you know. Oh, yeah. Because you got to drop that bomb on him at some point. You can't just let it go and not. No, you, you do. Divulge. You know, at some point in a conversation, you're like, well, I work at the paper. And, and you, usually when, it's the, the earlier, the better. Right, because that kind of... It, because until you drop the bomb, it's not on the record. Really, it is, but it is. Right. You know, it, it, ethically, not, ethically, ethically, it is. It, it is, could be. You know, Absolutely, but, could be. But it's just but not right the right ways thing to do. Yeah, you, that's not you how drop I the bomb. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, I'm not into that secret recordings or any of that funny business. I'm pretty trying to be as straightforward as possible. Yeah, I only do that when it's like for for blackmail and stuff like that. I don't use. Well, them. and just like some <laughs> person who's like in your face asking you questions is. Probably not a surprise, you know. No, no. In the next line where it says, well, I'm a reporter over at the paper. But then that just kind of like seals them into, ooh, ooh. You know, yeah. you, can, you can hear the look on their face when, <laughs> I so, used to call it the sphincter look. Because you can just tell their sphincter goes, Ugh. Right. And so, and then I say, you know, really nice guy we got a call from the neighbor and they said they had water shoot out of their toilet. You know, and like, oh, just the look on the face. And he said, oh, yeah, sometimes it burps. So basically, in there, they push water through the sewer line, through the city line, not your line that is under your house. That's your personal sewer, right? The city sewer is different. So they're looking at the city sewer. And apparently when they push water through the sewer line, it creates a vacuum in the city sewer line. And what that vacuum does is it sucks all the water that's in, and they're called lateral lines. And those are the lines that are connected from the city sewer line, sewer main, to the house, the toilet, and the sink, and the bathtub. Those lateral lines. So apparently this vacuum sucks the water out really fast. There's a lot of pressure. And it causes your toilet and your sink and all that to girl or whatnot sometimes. And sometimes it sounds to me like it catches air or when they let it go, it, they release it back. And it shoots air back into the lateral lines because it's just air. Once they get all the liquid out, there's air in there. has nowhere to go. And when that air shoots back in, it pushes all of the water in your toilet and in your trap out. And that is why people are experiencing these Toilet geysers, we're going to call them. We're, I was trying to think of a headline today. 
you know, toilet geysers as far as <laughs> toilet geysers. Toilet geysers. Edina toilets. Uh, water shooting from Edina toilets. So basically, it's a sewer work. Um, folks, if you're experiencing this problem, it sounds like City Hall has been inundated with complaints all over town. People have been having this sewer, this toilet geyser, and basically it's the water that's in your toilet and the water that's in the pee trap of the toilet. Okay, it's not sewer sewage. It's just, well, maybe it's your own personal. What's in your? It should be clean water. You know, you flush your toilet, the water goes down and flushes everything away, and that's what's left in there. So it's not, you know, it's still toilet water. Anyway, it's shooting out of people's toilets because of this pressure thing. A lot of people have experienced this problem. And um, I was at City Hall today, and they say a couple of things. One, if you have damage, call City Hall and report it because the company will have to be responsible for that. Um, Two, it's probably not enough pressure to uh, unseal a toilet, thank God. That's nasty. And um, three, keep your toilet lid closed. If you don't want to come home and have toilet water all over your bathroom floor, which is what people have been finding, um, just keep your lid closed, and that will help contain some of the problem. Also, But see, another part of the problem is it's sucking all the water out of the pee traps, pushing it out or sucking it out, all this pressure. You know, not everybody has a burp. Some of it, it just sucks it just straight out. And, and that's going to give you gas. And then yeah. the sewer gas comes in, and then you come in your house, and it smells like sewage. And that makes me want to Ralph. And now here, here's – the sewer burp, the term, just makes, makes me want to Ralph. My, here's my fourth tip. If you see them out there working on the sewer in your neighborhood, give her an extra flush. Just give her an extra one. If they, you see them working in your neighborhood – Give it an extra flush to make sure that when it burps back, it is clean water. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like if, Just give if it one, one more for one more for safety keep sake. Keep the toilet flushed, folks, that, because yeah. you don't want any surprises coming out of there. If you get, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. How are you doing? And uh, so uh, I feel really bad for this, the girls at City Hall. Yeah. The gals at City Hall, because they have just been fielding. It, it sounds like they have been inundated. Like the, uh, When I went in there today, they were fried. Uh, from this, I, I, I'm, I'm sitting here chuckling because it's funny to me, but it's, it's not toilet funny geyser. To yeah, and when I was, I thought, you know what, we're gonna have to talk about this on the show because oh. I can't. Oh, if you can think of a good headline, <laughs> toilet geyser, something. Toilet about, geyser. Uh, toilet shooting water will be in the paper, and it, it will say basically what we just said. A toilet pedo, an air pedo. <laughs> but it's more like a geyser because it, you know. Toilet geyser. Word, yeah, toilet geysers. Yeah, Yellowstone has Old Faithful. He died in toilet geysers. <laughs> so, oh, well, and I didn't really, on Tuesday when I'm making this video and I post it on Facebook <laughs> and say, you know, I don't know what's going on out here, obviously something with the sewer. Well, then it was like, bing, 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 the comments. And quite there were several people that were like, oh, it sounded like an explosion, My, you know. Oh, I had, you know, to water shoot out of my toilet. And then I was getting private messages. I've had people stopping me on the street. And then, of course, walking into uh, City Hall today. Yes, this is really a story. It came to me. <laughs> uh, I was sick. I didn't even have to go anywhere. Well, there you go. That's the best stories, the kinds that you can get on your front porch. Right. right. I don't need to go to work. In I your just, jams. Yeah. Your fuzzy you know what? Down. Actually, what they, if you can have just get the city council to meet on your front lawn at night, and you just don't have to go anywhere. 
they'd have to come in. It's too cold right now for that. And yeah, yeah. You don't. No. I don't think our house is big enough for that for that mess. I'm pretty sure because lots mean, of people have been coming to City Council lately. Well, there of course they have like because ten people in the audience at the last one. You know, which I, is I, a lot. That's like having a hundred at a big city meeting because yeah. I mean, usually uh, there's been lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of meetings where I have been the only one. Lots and lots. And Most lots meetings and I go to, I am the peanut gallery. Just yes. me. So. Um, well, I remember back in the day when we were doing the school consolidation. And again, that's its own episode or two. Um, the crowds would fill the cafeteria at the high school. We would right. literally fill the cafeteria. They had one that was standing room only around the cafeteria of the high school. And they had, the different, they had different tables back then. They actually had tables and chairs. And they uh, pulled out all the tables and chairs and brought in the seating from that they used like for graduation uh-huh. and the risers it, and it, stuff yeah and it filled wow it was it filled the thing and then it was standing room why didn't room they only. just move it to the gym or a bigger room there was no bigger room than the cafeteria um part of that was that um huh. when you have a meeting you have to have it at a scheduled place. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's they, you they have scheduled the post, yeah, post to the, the, the public, and it, was, and it was scheduled yeah. for the cafeteria. Public meeting, and people just kept coming. You have and to coming. post on the door of the actual, the actual place, place that it is. At. Yes, there's a certain time period you have to post at least 24 hours in advance, unless there's a weekend in between. It's got to yeah, be and unless before. it's an emergency situation, and that certainly did not. Happen. And there's different rules for emergencies. Yeah, but this wasn't. There's no. This was not an Mm -hmm. emergency situation. This was just a. So they had to have it in there. Yeah, that's tough. And this was. uh, That was when they. um, That was the meeting that their first order of business was to adopt a um, specified length comment section. Because before that, they just let anybody talk for as long as they wanted and to. That's no, insane. No, 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 Why no, would you no, do no, that? No, no. Well, but, but nobody ever. Make, there's got to be a cap. You got to put a cap on it. But nobody ever did before the time. But yeah. Back before they found out the hard way. Why they? Why you do that? Now they do. <laughs> Man, that was. Yeah, trust me. Huh. Uh, anyway, uh, I, we hope you enjoyed the the big show. Yeah, the big show is an big extra show. long show because we big, had a short show last yeah, week. Yeah, we had a short show last week. So we're making um, up for it. For, yeah. Uh, so we hope you enjoyed the big show. And uh, we'll look forward to putting out uh, another show next week. And, um, we have a guest. We're going to try, try and have uh, David Sharp. We're going to try. We can get, we get our schedule mixed up with his. But he's a, he's he's like a games a radio every, guy, too. He's a, he's a games every night, though. That's, I know. That's why I tried to get him this week, and it just didn't happen because you know he's working. He works his patootie off, David. He, he, I don't know how been, he finds this is true. A day this is a true story. You, all you, the stuff he does is, kills me. You watch. You look at David. The man no longer has a patootie because he's worked it off. Right, it's, it's gone. It's gone. It's, there is mm-hmm. no patootie left on him. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get this stuff? Patootie? I don't know. I've been hanging out in the country too long. Okay. It's time for Echo to say goodbye. It's time for Ken to say goodbye. You want to say goodbye? Goodbye. Goodbye.